This is a moment in wine and hip-hop presented to you by Jermaine Stone, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wine. Wine and hip-hop, yeah. wine and music. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me up, bro. Check this out. Oh, yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip-hop really mirrors the, the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Welcome to another episode of Wine and Hip Hop. Yes. It's your man, Jermaine Stone, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wine, a.k.a. Showtime, a.k.a. The Czar of Vibes. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? I got my man, Tragedy Gaddafi, here with me. Tragedy, what's peace, up, peace. man? Peace, what's gracious, what's gracious. Good, man. Man. I got to think of some... Some ill uh, some, titles for me, like AKA. You came with the ill joints, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like I gave all mine away. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I gave them to other people. <laughs> Yo, so trash, man. What's good, man? Thank you for for joining us, man. And you know, also thank you for welcoming us in the Queensbridge project. We're in Queensbridge right now, by the way. Can we get a how y'all welcome people in Queensbridge? Or, or it's another sound that we don't want to do. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it was the sound we heard earlier. Yeah, the sound we heard earlier. That's right. <laughs> this that one was yeah. fortunately a great sound. Yeah, a yeah. Great welcoming sound. Yeah. Nah, man. Thank you for having us up in the hood, though, man. But how you feeling? What's Yo, up with you? Um, first and foremost, um, I feel excellent. I feel great, man. I like. I feel like I got my like third win. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That mm. life and um, I feel amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm blessed. I feel amazing. Yeah, man. So, so we have a a very wine savvy crowd fucking with us on wine and hip hop. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. So, I want to bring the wine side of my persona into understand who tragedy is, man. So, can you tell us a little bit about how you came up in the game? How you got to do what it is you're known to be done? Um, I came up basically right. We right across the street from Queensbridge. You know, obviously, right up out of Queensbridge. At a time when you know hip hop was really, you know, I, I like to say great evolving stages, mm. and um, I got to see and witness a lot of great artists, myself included, come up out of that particular era. I was a part of it in a major way because I was walking alongside of it. Yeah. So you could say hip hop raised me too. Mm. I come up obviously under the Molly Malls and the MC Shans, the G Raps, um, and Canes, who were like you know my standards, right. my pillars. You know, hip hop's elite to me, like at that particular time, still now. Right. And your rock hymns, and I was privy to be amongst that and learn a lot and take bits and pieces from that and add it to my approach to music and hip hop. Right, know? right. Your first album came out in 1990, right? 1990. How did how did that come to play? How did you get to dealing everything? That was my first commercial release. It was released on A and M Records. And at the time, they had like Barry White, Luther Vandross, rest in peace to both of them, um, Janet Jackson, Herb Albert. And they didn't really have any rappers on the label aside from me and a group called Groove Be Chill. And um, through that label, I was able to release my first commercial record under the tutelage of Molly Mar. But that wasn't my first release. My first release was many years prior to that in about 86. And I was very young, and I put out a record with a DJ who's QB's own. He comes from Queens, but his name is DJ Hot Day. You know, we basically put out our own records mm. before dudes even was even thinking about going independent. Wow. 
Pops was in the streets. I was in the streets in, in another way at the time, you know, and we kind of came together musically and got our record pressed up. There was a skating ring out here back in the day. It's called USA. It was up Queens Boulevard up here. And uh, they would throw hip-hop shows and Hot Day would spin there on the weekends. One day he got me up in there and like, to me, that was a big deal. Right. So one day I went up in there and I was spitting. It was recorded on tape. You know, back then, if you did anything, now now you do something, it's on the phone. But right. at that time, you did anything, it was on tape. And Stuff the tissue in the top. Yeah, and- you know, <laughs> crack a little plastic in the corner, crack that yeah. So, so it was taped, and we actually took that live performance and pressed it up and made it into a record. And that's how we did that. But um, that was like, you know, my origins, so to speak. That's ill. Because you was also one of the first rapper slash CEOs. Because yeah. you were really on your business shit real early. Was that where that business mindset of going independent came from? I mean, that was basically because nobody would give us a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> when, when somebody don't give you something, you got to go get it yourself. Right, right. You know what I mean? It was a time when, when the South, all the, all the artists in the South, you know, they was like coming out with all these labels and being successful with them. And to me, it was because they had no... Like, New York was the mecca. Of, New York had the money. Right. And L.A. was like the mecca of movies. And New York was the New York was the money, right. so to speak. Or vice versa, whatever. The South had nothing, really, but the talent. Right. And maybe some street paper. But they had to go independent because when they was shooting up here, you know, dudes wasn't really vibing with them. Right. So right. they had to hit the streets. And they hit the streets and sold their joints. And that's how they became independent. And, and, and it was by force. It wasn't like... I don't think a lot of it was by choice. Right, right. You know definitely. what I'm saying? So we did the same thing. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Make a long story longer. We did that shit out of necessity. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right. <laughs> But I mean, it worked. It worked, though, because cause you brought a component in Noriega yeah. also, right? So how did that come into play? How did you guys connect and lead to you helping them put their first album? Oh, incidentally, we actually ate Capone's Cousin's Restaurant. This is Capone's Cousin's Restaurant. <laughs> That's hilarious. This shit is fire, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Come to Zoe's. Yeah, good food, good food, good food, good people. But um, it basically, you know, I met Capone through a mutual friend. And um, it was funny because I met him in a studio session, a friend of mine's studio session that wasn't even nowhere near the bridge. And they was like, yo, you don't know Capone? He's from Queensbridge. And I was, you know, Capone is younger than me. Mm. So, like, I was like a generation before him. So, I didn't really know him as Capone. I knew him as Cayenne. Right. <laughs> so, and, you know, knew his family and such, such and such or whatever. But um, it's interesting because um, I had knew Nori before I even knew Cayenne or Capone. And Capone's from my projects. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, How'd you know Nori? From his sister, India. She was like, I need you. You seem real positive. I need you to come talk to my little brother. He be fucking barking out. <laughs> he be shooting niggas and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we doing, we doing some wine pairings. And um, when I, I, I do this show with different wine professionals and, and different uh, people in hip hop, I always get the wine professionals in by doing like an icebreaker question and make okay. them think in some hip hop frame of mind. Okay. Now we gonna get you in a wine state of mind. You gonna get <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You gonna get tragedy Gaddafi factory in a wine state of mind? Yes, sir. All right, listen. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta witness this. As you, you know, you gonna put on your kind of sewers hat right now. Ooh, all right. All <laughs> you right, know, all right. you, you gonna be a curator real quick. I'm gonna let you long. We're right. gonna, we gonna put together a pairing. You know, so the same way I'm pairing this wine with this amazing, amazing shrimp right now. Yes, yes, uh, yes. We want you to, to create a pairing, right? Okay. And 
I thought about this and I want to make sure we do something that's that that you are a connoisseur in. Okay. So you a connoisseur in hip hop. Music overall. Okay. So I want I want you to think of a pairing of a producer and a rapper. Right? Put put a producer and a rapper together that have not worked together that you think would sound dope on the track together. Mm. Oh, man. What will be your dream pairing of producer and rapper on one joint? Well, one of my dream pairings is like he, the producer has passed away. I wish um, he was alive, but one of my dream pairings would be to do a song with myself mm. with Curtis Mayfield. I think Curtis Mayfield is such uh, just just a, a, an amazing producer and arranger when it came to music. Mm. I would have loved to have done a track with him. You right, know? right. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, nah, he, he's a G. And you have some Curtis Mayfield on your list. You had, I ain't gonna, we do this show where we, uh, and, and everyone knows our concept here, where we uh, find uh, bottles of wine and, and music that inspires them or vice versa. And um, Curtis Mayfield was one of your people. Yeah, yes. Um, and just so you know, just just to bring the audience up to speed, y'all know the concept. And every time I talk to one of our guests, I you know I hit them with this question early, give them some time to think about it. And I always know when it's gonna be. If somebody give you the song right back, they're like, I right, they didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Chaz took a second, like, yo, let me let me meditate on this real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had, I had to take some time. Yeah, and get into it. You know, get and, into it. And you came back with five joints. Did now, I did I did I go overboard? Nah, nah. It Come was on, perfect. Talk, talk, it was perfect. It was perfect talk because the same way you had stuff to work with, I wanted to make sure I had stuff to work with. So okay. I pared down that five to one song. I, I picked one that I paired this wine with, but all of your songs to me had the same vibe, and I'll let you know the my criteria for how wow, I was okay, judging yeah, them. Okay, okay, but okay. um you have five joints. I pared it down to what I felt spoke to me the most. Okay. You know, but Curtis Mayfield was one of one of your um one of your My guys. Choices, yeah. And uh, what was the song? So it was Doo Doo Wop. It's strong in here. It's strong in it. Now, first of all, that title it's, alone, you know, that's like some. That's like some. Wait, let Doo Doo Wop is strong in here. Like at home, y'all should just. Go on YouTube and look this song up. They yes. got a dope video yes. to it and everything. Yes. So what um, what makes Curtis Mayfield so special to you? One, it's like he he talks to my he talks to my struggle. He like somehow musically finds a way to define and 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 just just kind of like depict my struggle and like the struggle of like my mother and my father and. And their parents, mm. and somehow he somehow he he was able to like paint that picture that that the picture of struggle like that's before me, right? And it'll be after me, and like that title "Do the Wop is Strong" in here. It's like yo, man, like the energy, right? He just he, he spoke Falian. I got my own language. Right, it's called Falian. He spoke. Fal- it's called Falian. Like when you when you when, when you know when 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 we say Queens versus Kuwait or when we say Thun yeah, or when yeah. we like we got our own languages. Like right. I call my shit Falian. Right. To me, that was that was Curtis May- Mayfield's Falian. Right. When he right. said "Do the Wop is strong in here," he just was saying the energy is strong in here, mm. the aura is strong in here. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's what he's talking about in the song. And um, another another thing about the song. Which people don't realize, he's talking about being in prison, mm. and 
you know, like basically like just going through the stages of being in prison and talking to his woman. Now you gotta really listen to the song because the way he speaks and that sixty kind of slang, mm-hmm. you might not understand until you keep, you know, until you get into it and be like, yo, no, shit, he's talking about being in jail right. and talking to his woman from jail. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's also like, yo, I'm strong in here. Right. I'm, I'm all right. You know what I mean? Mm. Inside I'm strong. I inside got it. I'm strong. That's dope. Inside I'm strong and inside I'm strong. Back. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you this shit? Stay on. Right. Stay chiseled. You feel me? Right. So um, just to kind of dial it back a little bit, the the, the criteria that you uh, assess wine with is you look at four different things. You look at the color, the smell, the palate, and the finish. And just to let you know how I compare wine to music is the color is like the, uh, it's like the, the title of the song. That's so dope. when I saw that, because t- it's the first thing that you, that you know about it, Without experiencing it, without to cut you. what yeah. is this wine right here? Oh, this wine right here. This is a um, 2016 Von Donger Mosque Belle Compagnie Mary Junau. Okay, All listen, right. I'm gonna I'm simplify. <laughs> I'm yeah. from the hood, right? I like to get I like to get boozy, but I'm from the hood. Right, you know what right. I'm saying I like nice things. Right. Marry me. What's marry me now? <laughs> Can we, we know what? what the the I think the thing to focus on is the 2016 Von Donjer Mosque. Von Donjer Mosque. It sounded like shit. It sounded super. Von Donjer. Yeah. Yo, give me the Von Don. Let me get that. Excuse me, waiter. Give me the Von Donjer Mosque. Exactly. No, the, the way you put it is like, yeah. Let me get let me get the 2016 Von Donjer. That shit is the 2016 dope. 2016 Von Donjer. Right. So Ooh, yeah, that's dope. The so twenty six to twenty sixteen right? Vendange, yeah. and and we'll get to why I paired this wine with the selection that I chose for you. But um, hold on a second, brother. Not to cut you. Yeah. Only to add on, I need a pen. I gotta write that. Shit. <laughs> I know I'm Yo, gonna listen to this podcast, I got you, but I got you. I got Vendange. you. Know what? I'm gonna have a printout for you ready by the end of this shit, man. The My team is authentic. Yeah,我们要跟你们一起吃饭，对不对？我们要跟你们一起吃饭，对不对？我们要跟你们一起吃饭，对不对？我们要跟你们一起吃饭，对不对？我们要跟你们一起吃饭，对不对？我们要跟
You can't describe a vibe. You can only feel, feel it. it. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to experience it. it. Like, I can't tell you about this shit. You got to feel it with me. And I think that music does that. Music personifies vibes. Because when I listen to this sad, when I listen to Drake in my feelings, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. know what that's yeah. like to be in your feelings. Yeah. He, he crying on that kiki. Do you know? He crying yeah. on that yeah. shit. Yeah. So you know what he feels. But... I think that music translates vibes, but wine can do that too. So, and wine is an art, yo. This shit is like directing a symphony. You know, you ha- it's all about balance. As okay. normally, levels the level spelled backwards is level, right? right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, it's all about balance, and great wines always have balance. It's not too much of anything. Okay. Um. So. I want to go through some of the other joints. It was tough for me to pick which joint to really go into. The Tiana Taylor one, I was like, this close to saying this is the one. What made that Tiana Taylor um, gonna love me? What made that stand out to you? Because, like, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, I'm, it's, I like to, when I do, when I, when I, when I do an interview, I like to give it up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and the music I tend to listen to will determine it det- it's basically I listen to what I'm going through mm. you know what I'm saying and I, I, I love that song because I was going through some things in a relationship and when I heard that song I was like yo that's that's a that's 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 saying exactly what I want to say you mm. know what I mean and aside from that I love the original by the Delphonics factory yeah. so it was like you know it was like a win-win for me because she did it Kanye produced it, obviously, and Tiana sung on it, and she did a wonderful, beautiful job of depicting what I was feeling at that time. And the Delphonics, the original song, is an absolute, you know what I'm saying, off the no bullshit album banger. You know what I'm saying? So that that kind of like brought it home for me. Right. How do you feel about speaking about Tiana Taylor, which I think the album is fire. Her voice is crazy. I like I like R and B with people with like interesting voices. Yeah. One of my favorite, um, I love Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. I oh, love Fantasia. Whoa. I love Jasmine Sullivan. You know what I'm saying? They, they got, got that, that, that strength, mm-hmm. that, 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 that ooh-ah in the yeah, back. Yeah, that's that ooh I call it that ooh-ah. They got that ooh-ah in the bottom of their joint. Right, right. Yeah, it, it just, it sounds textured. It sounds interesting. It's not just the regular, regular it shit. Like they've been through something. Yeah. 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 Like it's coming from a, a, a real place. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's so, not no formulae. It's just yeah. It's like that home cooking meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Tiana Taylor has that, and she's bad as hell. Yeah. Also, so that also deserves a little respect. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, she you all right. She but all how right. you feel about the um that seven song format? Like the they they rolled out good music. They rolled out all these albums with seven songs on it. I mean, seven is a wonderful that? number. Factory. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. It's a great number. Uh, it's a lucky, blessed number. Mm. It's a powerful number. But um, I guess, uh, I guess you know, he's he's in a sense to me like that whole formula is changing the game on how people do music. You mm. know, me personally, I might stick to ten just because right. I like to, you know, I like to keep my fangs out. You know what I'm saying? I like right. to, I like to do give the people a little more. But I mean, I guess if it's working for them, God bless them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, I mean, I like this seven song thing because, I mean, maybe not. I like 10. 10 is cool. Seven is interesting because it kind of teeters on. It's right there. Because if you don't hit all seven, 
You would think I'd walk away seven, laughing. Dang it. That's seven, the it thing. Good sevens to leave you hungry. Yeah, it gotta be. It gotta be good sevens. But like I said, it's a great. It's a great number, and it's a lot. It's a great energy. If you know, if if it's more than just a lazy thing, which I doubt because they're you know obviously yeah. Kanye's Kanye. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, exactly. But um, you know Tiana Taylor, pretty pretty much new artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But she's off to a great start, and seven is a great number. It's a great energy. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's, it's funny you picked a couple of different Kanye joints too. Well, joints that Kanye was affiliated with like because you also picked the um the the common and john yeah. legend they say which is a slept on joint from that album that joint i think that joint right there to me to me that song and this may sound crazy to a lot of people but like word <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like when i heard that joint mm. that made me because before that i was like all right kanye's all right Robin, he's all right he gets it across he executes the song, you know right. what I mean? But as a producer, incredible. Right. Sometimes beyond incredible. Um, MC, I he gets he, he he executes the song. But when I heard that they say, this may sound crazy to everybody else, but I was like, yo, that motherfucker, that nigga's nice. <laughs> because you have to have heart to go. Groupie love gonna be those wheels. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, Haters yeah. back down when they see that steel. Yeah. I was like, you have to be comfortable in your skin to take your voice up to that high ass frequency <laughs> and hit a line on some mouth shit, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and right. still come off and make it ill. Like yeah. to me, I was like, he's fucking ill for that. You feel like you feel like Kanye had comment on that one. Um, definitely. Kanye be shitting on like, listen, like grown Kanye, men. On yo, the listen, stuff. listen. I'm gonna keep it real, and I don't want no, you know, I ain't trying to cause no smoke with Not my peoples. But I think like it was one joint where I heard like I think he did better than Nas on the joint. And I don't want, you know, that's my bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like, yeah. Overall, I mean, he can't fuck with Nas. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But on that one joint, Which and joint I think was that? it was the um cop shot the kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The cop shot the kid joint. It's like he, you know, he he got a little saucy on duty. Yeah, yeah, he was. He got a little like he ate some Cajun food. He got a little spicy. (laughs) He got a little spicy on that joint, beloved. That's an artifact. And I was like, you know, no shots at the bro. Because to me, you know, Nas is the best lyricist ever to me. And that's Mm. a lot coming from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's not nothing I gave him. It's something that he took on his own. Right. And I respect that. Correct, man. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes that makes. Sometimes when you're good or you're a master at your craft, or you're you're a certain, you have a certain standard, a level of standard. Right. You don't always push to work. Right. And maybe you know, son just took it a little lighter than he should. Right. Because it's obvious that it's not a lack of skill. Of course. And but Kanye definitely, you know. He spanked that shit. He fixed the drink on that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, man. So, you also... That shit is crazy, man. Because you really, like... You like a queen... You a Queensbridge OG. And you saw Nas's transition. You saw him come up probably from a young pup to, to where he is now, man. What's that like for you to see? What was that seeing that evolution like? It's... it's, it's like I said, man, it's, I'm blessed because I was able to see... And be at the at the embryonic stages of a lot of great artists, and and not just witness their evolution, but you know take kind of like lessons from them too as well. Mm. You know, and I learned a lot from like Mega Nas and 
you know, uh, mob, the mob. Like, I learned from them as much as they might have learned from me. Right. You know, but um, it's funny because we're like, nah, it's like, everybody talks about Illmatic. But to me, I think Illmatic was dope because it was raw. But I like, I think it was written was his best joint. Mm, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, because, because, and the mm-hmm. reason why I say this is because mm-hmm. it was, um, uh, Illmatic was raw. And most people are attracted to that raw energy. It's different. It's new. You never heard this person. You never heard it before. And that's what attracts you. But, but it was written, was raw, but his shit was refined. It was put together. To the point where he knew where to exactly... Where to shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Illmatic was like, dang, 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 dang. it was, you know, it was. It was Shotgun yeah, versus it was like, sniper. Shotgun versus sniper. Ooh, great analogy. Yeah, That's why yeah. you the wolf for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you the wolf for a while. Shotgun versus sniper. I'm the spitter. You supposed yeah. to do that for me. You yeah. Get that shit together immaculately. I like that. I gotta get but, you on the track. You know, yo, look, I still got bars too. Oh, yeah. I still, yo, man, my tape was circulating oh, around yeah, QB. Yeah, you know what I mean? I still, I still, I still got some bars. Yo, cut and cut and know how it used to be back in the day, man. Yo, you know what? Oh, I, I, I see what he's trying to do. I see what he's trying. I see what he's trying to do. When you throw up, you ain't gotta hug your horn. <laughs> Yo, but that was like, you yeah. see earlier, you was like, yeah, you know, when we was on the phone, we talked uh, during yeah. the week, spoke yeah. to, spoke about a week before that, mm-hmm. and you was like, yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, I used to spit, you kind of just threw it out there, yeah. and you didn't really like like stamp it, so now, yeah, just man. now, as I'm talking to you, and you threw the analogy yeah. in there, <laughs> now I see the spitter, like, yeah. you always got your shit caught, <laughs> no freaky, respectfully, you yeah. keep it caught, a fisherman, no a no fisherman always recognizes a fisherman, all right, you know? Like that. So that I'm, from this point on, I'm officially on point now. <laughs> nah, man. Shotgun versus you, sniper. You you got you got it on you got it on the bars all day. I, I'll pick the wads all day. Okay. You you got the bars. All right. Um. So let's get into the joint that I felt spoke to me. Um. Originally, I was gonna go with the common joint. I was that because that was just my shit. I love yeah. that album was crazy. Got the that that steel. So that shit, the <laughs> food on that album. When I seen him and Dave Chappelle, what? When I saw him perform the food on Dave Chappelle, and they performed it live in that kitchen. Yeah. And then they put the Dave Chappelle version on the album. Mm. Uh, I walked in the crib, got two kids, and my baby mama late. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. So I had to did what I had to. Cause I had to get up all night, getting my money right until the blue white. Now the money coming slow, but at least you're getting no slow motion better than. Yo, yo, you love to hear the story again and again about these young brothers from the city of Wynn. Because I heard, like, you know, I was fucking with the mixtapes and shit. I heard the actual version that they recorded in the studio. But that version that they did on Dave Chappelle in the kitchen was just, it sounded, it had that nod, that yes, rawness, it yes. sounded dope. And I like the fact that they put that on the album. Dope. Uh, so I was very, very close to choosing that one. But I went with the Joey Badass Devastated. Oh. And uh, I was, you know what, again, man, I, I feel like you really, you took it somewhere on the joints that you selected because yes. you didn't just stick to one genre. You didn't just stick to one era, but you also you gave the young dudes a shot, which yeah. I was really impressed by because I feel like a lot of people, 
that are like elder statesmen in hip hop give shit to a lot of the younger guys. Joey Badass isn't usually one of those guys that give yeah, shit to. Yeah. But the fact that you picked him out as someone that spoke to you and you like thought that this was important enough to have a conversation about. Because yeah. when we talked, it was, yo, pick a song that you feel uh, passionately enough about to want to have a conversation about. Yeah. So when I saw Joey Badass pop up on that list, I was like, mm, that's dope. And I like the song too, yeah. but I never really took a... I didn't. I didn't decide to like step back and truly process it. And and, and, and I like to say this. Um, that's one of those songs that it might have went over me because it's so dope. It's like Michael Jackson's um, uh, uh, "Don't Stop Till You Get It Up." You go. The song musically will carry you so much that the actual underlining message right. might go past you. Like, but if you listen to that Michael Jackson joint mm. and like actually pull up the lyrics, he's talking about energy. Exactly. It's how you serve it up. Mm. And when you listen to Devastated by Joey Badass, he's talking about stepping up his energy. Mm. Like in the song, he says something to the to the degree where he like he had to turn his brain waves up a level. Right. Right. Yeah. So you got to catch that type of shit. And when I caught that, listening to it, I was in a particular situation. You know what I'm saying? Where I had to sit down and be still, so to speak. And I heard that song, and I was like, wow. And then it, it related to me because you know I grew up out here like, and I you know I know what devastation feels like. Right. You know I know what devastation feels like growing up at a certain time and going through certain things, the traps, the pitfalls. And I was like, yo, but you know what I'm saying? Then then the hook, like you know I I, I, I sometimes I, th- I thought I never make it, but yeah. all it ever took was patience, mm. and that's what it's all about. And you you know it's devastated life, and this and I, and I gotta be on my and again I love being black and um you know. Me love the, the me for me to love me being black and black people doesn't make me anti anything else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, like that song, you know, it talks about devastation and 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 basically going through something, and it's all about how you process it, and it's all about how you interpret it, and how you respond to things. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of us, you know, we're too impetuous, too reactive. And too emotional to things, right. and it will cause us to not be around and lack patience, and take us out the game of life very early. Right. And when I listen to devastate, everybody goes through devastation. Right. But some of us seem to think we are unique and original in going through devastation. You know, you got other nations that went through devastation that are still going through massive devastations. Yeah. But it's how you interpret it and how you react and how you respond that keeps you around. And you gotta have that patience. So all of those things in that song resonated to me. And I was like, yo, that's right. And it just made me feel like, yo, you know what? You devastated right now, but shake that shit off. Right, just right. Just be patient. That's all it takes. Just keep rocking. You know what I'm saying? I need, I need this shit in my life right now. So I, I got some shit going on. Me too. We all do it, man. But see, but see what you're doing? You're being patient. And you look how you're responding to what you got going on. You're responding with progression. Exactly. That's how you devastate it. You know what I mean? That, that's how exactly. You, you know, that's how you make it. Exactly, exactly. So real quick, we're going to get into this shit real quick. We're going to play Devastated. Because, you know, on the show, I like to make sure that we catch the full vibes of the song that we analyze and so we can, I can get into it and, and help you understand why I chose this bottle of wine. And I'm interested to hear your take to see if I got it right, though. Okay. So we're going to get into Devastated real quick 
Um, you gonna play it out loud? Yeah, yeah, we gonna oh, play I'm it out loud. Oh, yeah, for sure. We gotta have me back. We on get this, this shit. You gonna get me back on the show? I need you like a special guest host. You know, I need you on other shows too. Like, <laughs> you see why I'm bringing it up, y'all? Because I want everybody that listens to this to be a witness. I gotta get back on this like, show. Yo, we're I'm tragedy this show. We want tragedy back right, this week. Right. I <laughs> might change my name for this show. <laughs> Von Donjir. <laughs> I might change my motherfucking name. We got Von so Donjir. That's serious. <laughs> All right, so we gonna play uh, "Devastated" by Joey Badass. Now we flowing and ceiling, so just go with the feeling. Baby, soak up the vibe. Let's throw some dope up, get high. We gon' blow smoke in the sky till we right, get over. Devastated, Joey, badass. Amazing record. Um, Amazing great, record. great record, man. And so, where were you when you first heard that track? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. It's you always see, fun to, to think about, that, right? Right? Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I had caught a violation actually, mm-hmm. and um. So I was, I was we, we try world. we try to break down um slang? we try to break down slang terms. <laughs> There's points where we're gonna break down wine terms. So for all my wine connoisseurs that are not uh from the hood, we need to break down what a violation is. <laughs> Basically I was on parole and uh 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 I was uh I got violated for a curfew. Mm. And um and and I had to go I had to sit up for a little minute. Mm. And that shit was painful, like, that shit was very, very painful, especially, like, after all I accomplished and, you know what I'm saying, like, right. to go through that, like, I just, ugh, right, disgusting, right, like, right. but that set, that rec, I was, I was in the gym and I was working out and I heard that record and I was like, yo, alright, you know what I'm saying, like, alright. Shit connected with you. Yeah, it connected with me, you know what I'm saying? Right. That shit is, like, the worst, like, that so, shit is nasty. This, the, um, this wine is made by, uh... Alice and Oliver Demore, who are based in a, a part of France called Chablis, and you might see on wine wine labels it, it, it's as Terence calls it. Uh, he thought it was Chablis. Chablis or what? I tried to pronounce it correctly. He thought it was Chablis, but it's Chablis. Chablis. <laughs> right, right. So uh, Von Dangier. Von Dangier. <laughs> Chablis, Chablis. Right, we drinking some Chablis. Von With my homie Von Dangier right here. So they come from a part. They're they're based in a part of France called Chablis. Um, But this year, so this is the 2016. In 2016, the weather in Chablis was terrible. There was a lot of hailstorms and shit. And that was not helpful for the grapes, yeah. right? So all of these guys, they buy, um, they buy grapes from a bunch of different vineyards in Chablis okay. to make the wine when, that you see in the U.S. When you see all these labels, Chablis, wow. they buying grapes from a part of France called wow. Chablis. So they're giving, they, they want specific grapes. I'm all for that. Like I was saying earlier, um, a prize, like, when we was kind of like off, off set, so to speak. Right. I was talking about how this show is like important to me. And it's interesting to me because where I'm at at the stages of my life is like a transition of growth. Right. Like this is grown trash. Like before, trash would just go get, you know, the trash like most people know me for, the 25 of life, the 
the yeah. world court. Like you know right. what I'm saying? Like it was Hennessy. Right. I just wanted. I just wanted. I just wanted to get fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 uh, and that, that Guinness. That Guinness. Yeah. 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 We did that. Yeah. Cut it off. But but now the mature trash. You know. Right. Uh, uh, no, Von Donzier. You know, he appreciates life and he appreciates the the the, the quality right. of, of life. And you know, this is life. You gotta life sit is, back. you gotta taste life, you gotta smell life, you gotta see life, you have to feel life and experience life. And a wine can kind of like encompass all of those things to your senses. Yo, you know this is saying? the next connoisseur yeah. right here. I'm man. feeling myself like he a massage parlor right shit. now. <laughs> it's not me, it's the wine. That's Fondangier right there, man. He's so impeccable. <laughs> so so the, these winemakers, um, Allison Oliver Demore, they're based in Chablis, and in 2016, they had terrible weather. They had a bunch of hailstorms and the grapes couldn't survive it. So they their, their crops were devastated. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they connected up with a bunch of their friends in the south of France and uh, they a lot of their friends gave them grapes so that they could produce what they needed to produce. So the same way that Joey Badass was devastated, the same way you were devastated, they had fucked up weather. There was a drought. Wow. You know? And you know how it is when the streets when there's a drought. You gotta scramble and figure it out. You still gotta. Yo, you bring it on, baby. That's you know what I mean. Give it up. up. That's the spinner in him. You bring that shit home. You know they um they were devastated and they had to they had to figure it out. So instead of using grapes from from Chablis, they hit up their friends. They got some neighbors. They got that um, Vinonier. They got that. They got some Claret grapes. They had a, a bunch of different grapes to create this wine that we like. And, you know, similar to how, how um, Joey Badass put it, you know, they had to, they had to turn up, my bad, oh my, <laughs> my fault. Yeah, similar to, similar to how Joey Badass put it, they had to turn their pain into cadence. That's right. And now this wine, I spoke to the, um, the distributor for this wine, and this is one of their most sought-after joints. Yeah, the the person that I bought this wine couldn't even get to taste it because it was so wow. highly sought-after. So wow. I thought that this also spoke to the song. But um, so we've already went through smell. We went through uh, the the color. Yeah. Pardon me. I don't mean to cut no problem. No. Something just came to my mind. Because like, a lot of times, a lot of times when you drink a wine or alcohol or beverage or whatever, um, I know wine is a different level of things, but why isn't there like a a, 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 a rate on how to, the feeling it gives you? Because you know, you can drink some wine and that shit just gives you a bad effect later. Right. Or, or a hangover yeah, or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the levels of sugar or whatever. Yep. Like, Break it down, Jay. Yeah, yeah. that's something I, was, I wanted to know. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you know, that's really why I'm doing this show because not everybody understands tasting notes. You might see them say like, "Oh, it's herbal spices and fresh pears and strawberries." Like, you know, but you know, they they describe it in all these. Ter- this is not how we speak. It's not something we can understand. So that's why I try to explain it through music. That's why I do it this way, so that 
when you listen to Joey Badass Devastated, you get the splash. Like, uh, this song is, I like, I heard it, it's big, it's, it's, it's comfortable, um, it's almost a little bit commercial, so I figured, like, a white grape, something real Some floral, flowers, something, flowers, something, something easy, yeah. exactly. And, yes. you know, and then when you think about the palette, the, the texture, the context, uh, and what he's talking about, he is talking about some real shit. No and this flavor profile is kind of, it's, it's rich and it's a little bit round. You know, it got some stuff going on with it. And if you notice, when we opened it, it was tasting one way. And as it's going on, it now tastes a little bit differently. It did kind of transform on us. Like, yeah, you start to right. taste the fruit a little bit more. And uh, so that kind of and no freaky, no freaky. Like right. I don't feel like yeah. <laughs> the aftertaste in my mouth, like it's sitting, like right. it's sitting on my tongue. No right, freaky, right. Pause. respectfully, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like respectfully. I don't feel like it's sitting right. on my tongue. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, it's, it's it's clear. It's it's clean. Right. Very clean. And uh, when you think about where you want to be enjoying this, this is like pool party or barbecue. All right. That's gotcha, why I gotcha. want to be drinking this wine and that. Oh, factory. Yeah, you know, that, that's what we did that for. Um, but I, I thought about all that when picking this wine. So at the end of the day, this this wine reminds me of this song down to, if I'm talking about the context of, you know, the story of this wine or or just the flavor profile, where I want to be drinking it, it, it all comes down to the same thing. Um But, yeah, man, that, that was this vino, though. It was just an ill story. I thought this was dope. They like made something from nothing. They turned their their, their pain into cadence. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and, and that just that just caught it all for me, I like man. That. I like that. Um but this is wine and hip hop. This is why we do this. So now that you uh, an official wine connoisseur, Mr. Vaughn Danger, and y'all gotta hit us up too, man. Y'all gotta let us know. Which episodes we should bring tragedy back on? I yeah, feel like, like yeah, like, like let us know what episodes <laughs> you want me back on, and um, I'm gonna get at the yeah. bro and we are gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So that was wine and hip hop, ladies and gentlemen, man. Trash, thank you, man. I appreciate you so much, man. Seriously, Yo, I love this show, man. I, I want to come back. I want to do it. You know what I mean? I had a great time. Great clicking back up with y'all. We kind of like yeah. family because we got yeah. mutual family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and see how we all yeah. be connected. We gotta always pull it together, man. And um, oh, shout out to JB. Yeah, yeah shout peace to JB. Peace to JB. Peace to JB. That's right. So, so low key, low key, me and JB was in the group together, right? Oh. We had a group yeah. called QBX, right? Ah. He was the Q, so and he was, was the BX. <laughs> I did it, but it was like QB and then BX. That's dope. That's so, dope. All right. Yeah, man. Me and JB knew me since I was young. That's real. That's yeah, real. seriously. So. Shout out to JB. Wine and hip hop. Get at me on the gram right now. Um, Tragedy 252, man. I need my gram numbers up, man. Hit my man Graham up. Yeah. Hey, he gonna change the Von <laughs> to Von yeah, yeah, Don yeah. Yeah. It's definitely gonna switch up to Von Don Yeah, man, this is it. We signing out. Peace. This concludes another moment in wine and hip hop.